Hello and welcome to this podcast. This is Mark and I want to share about smiling to the organs. It's a Taoist practice. It's a very beautiful, beneficial practice. I mean beautiful to practice. It actually feels really nice. We're cultivating these good feelings and they're very healthy feelings. The basic idea of the practice is that we're f smiling to the five yin organs. And by smiling, I mean that we're bringing our kind attention into these organs, uh, breathing gently into the organs, uh, and if not a smile on the face, then at least in one's energy. It's a, a friendliness to the organs. It helps to envision the organs, which are the heart, the stomach, or more specifically the spleen, the lungs, the kidneys, and the liver. And by breathing kindly into these organs, it increases the blood flow in the organs. It brings our awareness in. It dispels tension. It increases the blood flow, and the organs actually begin to function more healthily. It makes total sense. Uh, it's a beautiful practice. I learned it directly from Mantak Chia. I want to tell you the story of that because it was remarkable. I had read a book of his. I've done a lot of studies, of course, in spiritual and psychological matters. I had read a book of his, and it didn't really move me. In fact, it struck me as a bit strange and foreign, so I wasn't able to integrate much from that. But I saw a video link of his, and the title grabbed me, and I watched it, and my thinking was quite different. It was, I want to know everything that this guy has to say. This guy really seems to have it understand, understood. And what he's describing is something that no one else really describes. Uh, Taoism is kind of like the spiritual underpinnings of acupuncture. It's like both are concerned with the meridians and with physical and mental and spiritual health. But acupuncture is a, you know, a healing procedure, whereas Taoism is a spiritual practice. So during the Cultural Revolution in China from 1966 to 1976, many of the, there was a lot of religious suppression and many uh, spiritual teachers, including the Taoists, were uh, imprisoned or uh, perhaps killed. And uh, so much of the, uh, we, we all know a lot about acupuncture, but we don't know much about Taoism because ac um, the practice kind of retained the physical healing aspect and lost its spiritual underpinnings. But Mantak Chia's teacher, Yi Ing, also known as White Cloud Hermit, uh, taught Montauk Chia these techniques uh, and then encouraged him to teach. And in 1974, Montauk Chia opened his center in Thailand. And in 1979, he opened a center in New York City. So he's done a great amount to bring Taoism to the West. And he is, the, I think, by far the most published author of Taoist spiritual practices. So I, I watched a bunch of his videos, and I was quite impressed. And 
and I still wanted to know everything he had to say. And so I uh, researched his retreat schedule. And the day that I researched it was the last day for early bird registration for his first visit to the San Francisco Bay Area in eight years. And so I uh, quickly paid my money and signed up for that, which only happened a couple weeks later. The retreat started with smiling to the organs. We spent a couple days, basically, of the six-day retreat on the practice of smiling to the organs, which is basically bring your kind attention into the five yin organs. So smiling and gently bringing the breath into the heart, uh, envisioning the heart, picturing it and wishing it well, uh, bringing your awareness there causes it to uh, soften, releases tension. The organ literally expands, and it actually begins to function more healthily. The, the heart rate variability evens out. It becomes regular. starts generating hormones and neurotransmitters that are very healthy for the body. It's a a well-functioning machine at this point when it has our awareness imbuing it. And then we also smile to the spleen, which is uh, paired with the stomach. Uh, the, the spleen is actually the yin organ. Each organ has its function in the body and it has a similar function spiritually. So whereas the heart is beating and where we, it's the center of our emotions. It really has so much to do with feeling. And that's why when we smile to it, we can actually feel it soften and open. We don't so much feel it when we smile to the spleen, but nonetheless, it's good to envision the spleen, to bring the air kindly into it, to cause it to also soften, expand, and begin to function more healthily. But the spleen's function is more to uh, take the digested food and create energy out of it, human energy that we experience. And so it's, it's really related to nourishment. It's really related to support. It really has to do with the, the feeling of being grounded. And the element associated with it is earth. The element associated with the heart is fire, which you can feel in the sense of being passionate. And the, the particular feelings that the heart is really at the center of, uh, you could actually call them more energies than feelings, is the energies of joy and the energies of love. So also, for instance, smiling to the lungs uh, the lungs can feel the smiling very well because the, the energy associated with the lungs is sensitivity. And so when we smile to the lungs, we can feel that the, the breath itself is sensitive. In the same way that smiling to the spleen, we can feel that the breath is nourishing. Or to the heart, the breath is pleasurable. These feelings, you don't need to worry about them. I think they're very interesting and they're very important when it comes to deproblemation. 
But when it comes to smiling to the organs, all you really need to do is smile to the organs. It's a very simple practice. Smiling to the lungs, the uh, it's really kind of like we're melting into our experience. It's almost like we're melting into the future. I think it's very associated with the experience of beauty. Smiling to the kidneys, which are just above the belt line in the back. And they're very related to the adrenal glands, which are right above them. And these set of organs really have to do with creating energy, kind of vitality, aliveness and awakeness, alertness. And the liver is uh, associated with strength. Uh, whereas the element of the kidneys is water, the element of the liver is wood. And growth and that kind of strength, the kind of strength that will cause dandelions to grow up through the sidewalk and break the concrete. The kind of strength that women have during childbirth that kind of strength. All of these energies are feminine, which means when you sense them, you can sense them rising. You know, like we, we say strength arises, you know, happiness arises. You know, we are waking up, aren't we? You know, so you can actually feel that the energies are moving up. And it's almost like the energies come into us and we welcome them and they animate us. And so when we're smiling to the organs, uh, you know, the practice is simple. Just smile to the organs in, in your breath. But, you know, when you're doing it with a fair amount of concentration and focus, you know, it feels good and these energies move and, and we're looking to get really alive uh, and passionate and sensitive and to be nourished by the breath and... All of this is, of course, very relaxed. It's a meditative practice. These energies are not at all in conflict to uh, the other energies of relaxation, etc. So there's a lot more that could be said about the, you know, the, the nature of the organs and the nature of the energies, uh, what it feels like, how it functions in the spiritual life how each energy, there's a total of 12 or more, depending how you count them, uh, how they can be distorted. And that the distortions of these energies are actually trauma. So... I, I came to this having this great interest because I practice emotional freedom technique, which involves tapping on the endpoints of meridians. And I find how that can fairly instantaneously shift our experience. And so I had already been studying for many years how can the sensing of the organs also perhaps be used to resolve trauma? Seemed like a puzzle worth figuring. So I heard about this retreat and I wanted to go immediately. But there's something else going on that I want to share with you, which was that two weeks before this, I had started having uh, concerning health symptoms. Uh, 
I had started to have a constant low-grade headache, and it had been getting worse. And the lymph nodes in the back of my head and neck were swelling, swollen and uncomfortable. And I just felt kind of sick for two weeks. And it was odd because it just came on very slowly and just kind of slowly got worse. And uh, right around this, uh, I guess, you know, two weeks prior, I had realized I should go to a doctor and I scheduled an appointment with my primary care physician. And I went in there and she referred me to a ear, nose and throat specialist, which was going to be another couple weeks. So I went to this retreat and Montauk Chia said, this practice is powerfully helpful for the health this can actually cure cancer, which to me is a dubious claim, being scientifically minded, but open. He said he had a practitioner come and learn his technique who had stage four cancer. And that six months later, her doctors said that her cancer had gone away. And I thought that sounded unlikely, but I uh, really didn't want to fight cancer, and I was starting to be concerned. And I really wanted to know everything this practice has, so I really jumped into it. You know, I was I was full in. And uh, beautiful six day retreat, uh, very different, very. The uh, the middle two days were entirely focused on the sexual energy, and the final two days were really focused on uh, you know the the spiritual path and the uh, the range and offerings that Taoism can offer by accessing the direct experiences of the energetic body so after the retreat for I went to this ear nose and throat specialist and he said, I have no idea. Uh, really, I have no idea. You should go to someone else. In fact, I won't even charge you. So that was disappointing because now uh, four weeks had passed. And it was six weeks before I actually got to another ear, nose, and throat specialist. Uh, and I shared with him the symptoms that I was having that, that had diminished by now uh, quite a bit. They, they were still there, not gone. And I told him about it, and he did not believe me. Uh, he, he thought I was imagining it, and he said, the symptoms you describe would not just come and go. Uh, he was basically saying, yes, those are symptoms of cancer, but cancers come and they tend to get bigger and bigger. They don't just turn around and go away. And so um, I'm a very scientifically minded person, but I was very much left with the impression that Montauk Chia and Smiling to the Organs cured my cancer. <laughs> I don't know what else to think about it. Uh, you know, it's one data point, but my data point was that was powerfully helpful. But here's the other thing is that when you're doing the practice, it feels powerfully helpful it feels really healthy. Like, it feels like I'm really supported and the parts of me are really supported. Like, uh, 
I don't think I'm terribly sensitive to noticing ebbs and flows of energy and things like that. But I can say that the practice, I think you'll notice too, if you practice, it really does feel like this has got to be helpful. So smiling to the heart and the spleen, which Montauk Chia often just calls the stomach because I think it's easier to remember and close enough. But I think it's worthwhile you know, researching and getting a visual image of the spleen and really focusing on that in your practice, the lungs, the kidneys, and the liver. And the, there's a, a sixth organ, which is the pericardium, which is wrapped around the heart. And so the heart and the um, container that holds the heart are two organs. They're, they're each their own separate organ. The heart's more associated with joy. The pericardium is more associated with love, I propose. So, uh, and they're both of the element fire. So you can, for the practice, you can really just focus on the five. But in traditional Chinese medicine, I understand that, that initially they had the five elements, but they didn't consider the heart to be uh, one of the organs. And the reason for that was they thought that it was all about the heart. Like all of the energy was for the function of creating heart. And that still kind of exists as a understanding. But they then came to realize like, no, it's actually an organ as well. They, they through their studies, found with their repeated studies that there's actually meridians there and they have different factors. So, so I generally start with the heart, uh, then the spleen, then the lungs. Proceeding in this orientation uh, is helpful. They, in a sense, lead into each other. There's whole science behind it that very rich and interesting. Um, but, but the practice of smiling to the organs is simple. I also point out that uh, you know it's it's good to focus on the. Um, Focus on the organs, uh, but uh, after a little bit of time, you can really just smile to all of the organs at the same time. You can be breathing kindly into the organs and just kind of check that they're all receiving them in a good way. Your unconscious mind starts to build images of them and naturally channel the breath there so that we, uh, we start to value and appreciate smiling to the organs and feeling the way it feels when we are supported in such a way. I really do think it's healthy in the sense that, you know, stress is known to be harmful. Uh, traumas cause stress. Smiling to the organs doesn't resolve trauma, but I think it does make some of the uh, hardship of trauma go away at least a little bit. I think that people who have been traumatized or have had hardships, which includes most of us, is that we start to think that our identities and our circumstances are more important than our well-being in the moment. And so our attention drifts away, sometimes very far away, from the actual sensing of the organs in a good way. So I think it's very helpful for many people, can bring powerful 
healing effects. Maybe it's the people who uh, are most stressed who need it the most. So anyway, I really do encourage the... Uh, it's interesting to me how none of the other spiritual practices really focus on this. You'll find that many focus on love, and focusing on love tends to open the heart. And opening the heart has the physiological effects that would happen were we to smile to the heart. But it's also really important to activate all of the energies that create a balance. So there is this encouragement to learn this practice and uh, find the appreciation, find how it benefits you. Um, at the end of the practice, it's very good to rub your belly. Uh, I gather counter or counterclockwise or clockwise, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I believe they say men should rub clockwise and women should rub counterclockwise, but Montak Chia assured us he doesn't think it matters, and I don't imagine it matters much, if at all. But it's really good to rub the belly and imagine that you're sealing the energies into the lower Tantian. If we don't, it's thought that we can end up with kind of big energies uncontrolled. And that if we rub this, the belly in this way, or I suggest maybe just focus on breathing into the lower Tantian, which is a point uh, about two fingers width inside the belly and two fingers width down. It's a point behind and underneath the belly button. And just feel like you're breathing in and anchoring these energies there, kind of holding on. And it's thought that then these energies will uh, be supportive uh, through the day and strengthen and fortify us. So that's the uh, share I have for you about smiling to the organs. Uh, it's a meditative practice in Taoism. Uh, it's incorporated into uh, deproblemation, and which does work with trauma, and I'll share that some other time and place. Thanks a lot for listening. I hope you find this valuable. Be very well, and wishing you best on your path. Mm -hmm.